Hello loves and welcome to the Introverts Toolbox, the podcast for introverts who feel like the world's kind of fucked up, where the biggest and craziest people get all the success, and we're left wondering like, oh my god, what the hell do we do? My name's Karen Hewitt and I am your host and we're going to go over systems, methods and skills you can use as an introvert to be authentically you and be successful. So, Subscribe and share this on your social media and don't forget to give us five stars and let's get started. Hello, hello, my love. So today is kind of an interesting take. I found Elsa who helps people with that negative self-talk. And the fun thing is we have both been trained by an exceptional coach. And so a lot of it we talked about and we both know it. So it's really cool to hear someone else's take on it. But the other thing is we're talking about that negative self-talk that introverts have because we're always told we are not enough. We have to change who we are fundamentally to get forward in the world. We have to change who we are to increase in business. We have to change who we are to be better in our careers. Never once are we told, oh, hang on, this is what you're good at. Let's lean into that. Let's grow with that. So today we're going to have a real nice chat with Elsa and talk about that negative self-talk, those beliefs that we sometimes have ingrained in our head and where they really come from. I think a lot of people don't realize where they come from. Hello, Elsa. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. I'm so excited to be with you today, Karen, and, and chat about one of our favorite topics. I know. So let's get right into it. Negative beliefs in your head. I can honestly say I have never met a single person that doesn't have at least one. As you know, we both talk, you know, the positive intelligence program. And so we all have at least one, but in reality, we have at least, we have nine (laughs) or we can group them into nine, right? Right. Um, And they all sort of sometimes get at us at the same time. And that's really when we get ourselves just so flat out, pushed against the wall that we feel like you're just ready to throw up your hands and say, what do I do? You know, what, what do I do? And we're focusing today on our introvert side. And that's really where we, we're like, get into our own head because we're so good at it. And we keep running that same tune in our head over and over and over again. And, and that's where we can really get into trouble. Like you said, thinking that everybody else is right and not our, trusting our own intuition. Yes, absolutely. This intuition is so important. And I think the biggest distinguishing thing that we have to start to learn about and lean into is what voice are we hearing? Because sometimes we think we're hearing this voice and we think it says we put our own voice on it, but it's not actually our voice. It's something that we've been told. And I talk about this a lot in a lot of episodes, the whole, oh, you're an introvert. You need to step out. You need to be more. You need to be louder. You need to be more creative. But that was never your voice in the beginning. You've just adopted it. So if I may, I'd like to challenge you just a little bit because you can be louder in your own voice. You Louder doesn't mean just shouting more. Mm-hmm. It means being more succinct being more committed to your convictions. It, to me anyway, it also means that examining all the rules that you have bought into. It means be a good girl, study hard in school, listening to your teacher, you know, sit up straight. Um, you know, girls can't play with guns. And I, I know this may be a sore topic right now, but all these things and 
as an introvert, we have an enormous power because we are so good at going inside ourselves and really contemplate and think things through before we splat it all over social media, right? But when we sort of hone in on that power, then we can be really loud with one single message. Yeah, and I think the difference is not the volume, it's the authenticity. Oh, absolutely. It's the authenticity. And when I'm saying like, be louder, be more, it's that we're told to scream and yell. Mm-hmm. When really authentically, we are a soft-spoken, gentle individual that gets their point across effectively, but they're being told to go, hey! So it's that authentic self that we want to encourage introverts to be on. That's the authentic business that we want them to grow into. So that way they are true to themselves and that they're growing as themselves and they're finding their success as themselves. Now you deal with a lot of individuals on this. What are some of the things that you find are always the same that are consistent across the board? So I work with a lot of high achievers and being a high achiever doesn't necessarily always mean that you get all the results that you want. It just means that you're more focused on that. You're good at setting goals. You're good at working hard towards those goals. And those are all very much introvert qualities, right? And But where, where they really get in trouble is the motivation behind it. It's because being a high achiever in itself is awesome. You know, it, it, there's something very powerful behind that. We need a lot of high achievers in the world. But when you come at it rather from a place of, that it's from a place of, if I don't do this, my self-worth is compromised. If I, if you come at this as saying, if I don't achieve this, I'm a big fat failure. I am stupid. I don't count for anything. If you come at this a high achievement because your parent wanted you to be a doctor, a lawyer, a whatever, then it doesn't come from that piece of authentic self that you talk about, that you make sure that voice of high achievement in your brain and in your mind telling you like, let's make this fun. Let's see what we can do. Let's explore. Let's figure out all the different ways to achieve and come at it with that really deep, deep internal excitement for what we do rather than trying to make it work for other people. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's that finding that self-motivation, that journey, that the why you want to do this and channeling it in through your business and through your life. I would even say, because this isn't just like business advice. This is life advice. Because if you're trying to be the good girl, as you put it, the, oh, my parents wanted me to do this. I was expected to do that. Okay, but what do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want from life? What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to be? And sometimes that story is exceptionally different than what someone else has told you. It's, oh, it's oh. like the, it's the son who becomes a doctor because his dad's a doctor and he wants him to inherit the family practice, but he spends his life miserable. And obviously, you and I are in the US. And as I shared with you before, I grew up in Denmark, born and raised, lived there for many years. We have an even more, I can't say convoluted, but a different aspect of us because we've been placed from one culture into a new culture and trying to see, okay, we take it from our old country, right? 
we take those rules, those culturally or cultural markers and saying, this is how you were expected to be here. Now you're here. What are these other expectations? Like what is successful in the U.S. versus what's successful where you came from? How are you supposed to support the family versus in the U.S.? Are you supposed to be more, you know, clear your own path and create your own success? But you're very much when you come from another culture, it becomes a totally different aspect, too. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm from the UK and I'm living here in Arizona. And the culture shock was incredible. There's a totally different life from one country to the next. And a lot of people don't realize that. But it's also you felt the culture shock from being in a job to being an entrepreneur. That's a culture shock. Being in a relationship to not being in a relationship or vice versa. That's a culture shock. It's all these different things and it can create this conversation in your own mind that maybe you're not doing something right or you're doing something wrong, even though you're doing everything right, you just have a different set of expectations. Yeah. And that's that whole thing of aligning expectation one from the other, right? right? Making sure that the expectations that you set for yourself is yours. They are not other people's expectation of you. And if it is other people's expectations of you, make sure that you are 100% clear in your communication and set the boundaries around what you are okay with, with those other expectations, right? In a relationship. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's okay to have expectations for your partner, but make sure that you both understand what those expectations are. With your customers, if you're an entrepreneur, a customer, a client, right? Make sure that you have this communication open. And that communication start with that internal communication to yourself, being honest. What is it, like you said before, what do I want? What serves me? And this is not a selfish point. This is a point of saying, if I truly know in my business, what serves me and how I show up, then I show up so authentically and so powerfully for my clients that they get a much better experience with me. Absolutely. So we've established that these conversations, these beliefs and the difference between it being yours and being someone else's or your culture and someone else's culture or your situation and someone else's situation. This is about tools. What is the first tool that you would recommend that someone takes on to like, okay, I'm tired of how my self, my, my self-belief isn't where I want it to be. Or I'm tired where my expectations were. What's the first tool that you tell all your clients that, Hey, let's do this. Let's try working with this. The very first tool I give to them is take a deep breath and go inward. You know, I, I typically show them what it really means to take a deep breath because a lot of us don't really take it that full breath of fully feeling it going all the way down and really exude into our body and let it out. Just help ourselves quiet that noisy, very saboteur mind that we have. Just really, really quiet it. And then start paying attention to your internal conversation. Just like success leads clues, so does your self-sabotage. Absolutely. What do you constantly tell yourself? Oh, I can't do that. I'm not good enough for that. It could be, well, my, my mom and dad wouldn't like that. My husband wouldn't like that. Start just noticing. The awareness is so, so important for you. It's simple, but it's not always easy. 
unless you allow yourself to quiet that mind. And if so, as an example, let me give you a practical example how this looks like, right? You and I on social media, we have to put content out or we at least have to at, at times show what we all about. This morning, I was trying to write a post and I was like, oh, nobody's going to understand what I'm saying. This is just not. So I put it aside. So that turns into procrastination, right? If I in that moment had said, okay, let's take a couple of deep breaths, center yourself, figure out why do you keep saying to yourself that this wouldn't work? Start being a detective in your own life and find the proof in what you're telling yourself. Because in reality, if I had just put this post out and one person, just one person had seen that, that could have made a huge difference in that person's life. Absolutely. And it's like, it's like this age old thing. You take a two-year-old and they constantly turn on, but why? But why? And then for some reason, we tell this two-year-old that this is the most annoying thing that they could do in the entire world. Like, stop asking me why? When as we grow up, we need to be doing the asking why. It's something that's been taken away from us, that sense of curiosity of ourselves. And we need to bring that back. We need to unleash our inner toddler <laughs> and ask, why are we thinking this way? Why are we feeling this way? Why do we want to do this this way? Why do we not want to do this this way? Because that's the only reason we get answers. It's the only way. It, it absolutely is. And I think as introverts, the challenge in this is to rip off the filter. Because we have installed this filter that we say, like we talked about before, society, right? And instead of seeing what does everybody else out there want, what is the outcome that I want? And right. we totally detach from the outcome. Or even lean into the outcome. Because mm -hmm. sometimes we detach ourselves so much that we stop placing importance on what we want because we've detached ourselves. Yeah. So you have to be like willing to say no. I want this. I need this. I'm going to go after it. Okay. These negative little voices in our head, not going to stop me. I am going to still run at this. Yeah. So it's that balance of detaching, not detaching, because I think we've taken on this thing where we detach at the wrong times and we attach at the wrong time. We attach when we're like, but what will people think of me? Will they listen? And then <laughs> but we detach with the, but this means something to me. So we need to flip that switch. Absolutely. And that you can sort of, when, when you look at it and saying, why am I saying that I'm not attached to the outcome? That's when it's other focused. But when it's your focus, what is that attachment? The attachment is, I want to maintain my sanity. I want to maintain my happiness. I want to maintain my independence. I want to maintain, I, and I want to reach these things. Does this check all the boxes? Then I'm attached to the outcome. If it has no influence of that, you know, let it loose. Right. It's choose what you attach yourself to. Choose what you prioritize. And I think we're so used to other people telling us what to prioritize in life. It's that be a good girl, get good grades, go to school, go to college, get a degree, go work in a certain field because we get attached to that because we're told to instead of going, but really, I want to be an artist. Yeah. Or really, I want to sing. Or really... I don't want to go teach. I want to go be a nurse or I want to be a business owner. So yeah. what is your actual desire? What is your fueling you to be in who you are? And let's attach to that instead of what everyone else is telling us. Amen to that. Oh, uh, 
I loved, I, I'm a big, I could talk to you for hours about <laughs> negative self-belief. I mean, I am a huge believer in mindset. I'm a huge believer in how we speak to ourselves really determines what we can and cannot achieve. And I know my audience, they're going to want to reach out to you as well. Where can they find you? What, what do you have out there? Um, first of all, I'm on social media like everybody else. Um, LinkedIn is where I hang out the most. So that you can find me on the Elsa Johnson coaching there. I am also offering, we're, at the beginning, we were talking about the positive intelligence. I offer a seven-week course in the positive intelligence experience that really dig deep into it's very intensive because as you know we can sit and talk about awareness all day long but if you don't have the ability to interrupt it and actually create the habits that will get you to that self-examination on a constant basis that's why the seven-week program is a highly intensive program and reach out to me book a call with me and we'll see if that's the right fit for you Perfect. We're going to put all these links in the show notes so that way you can just click and find, I'm going to go find you on LinkedIn myself. And on a personal note, I'm going to say that the positive intelligence is a huge eye-opener. When I first stepped into that, because I've I've been through one of the positive intelligence systems as well and learned how to teach it. And I do use some of it in my own business. I didn't realize how much of an impact that hypervigilance had on me. <laughs> and then when you look at it, you go, oh, yeah, okay. I'm being called out, <laughs> but you, you very quickly learn how you can utilize that for your benefit versus when it takes over. So I would always recommend doing some education into positive intelligence. So your seven week master absolutely is a great thing for people to undertake. I would highly recommend something like that myself personally. As, as a side note to that, I have a long career in entrepreneurship, finance background, I have studied the neurosciences. I'm, I'm certified in different modalities in the neuroscience to help my clients. Positive intelligence and the framework that I have adapted into my practice have exponentially had an impact on the results my clients see, including myself. Because as I mentioned before, it leans into that building the habits, building the habits that you need every single day to intercept your own negative self-talk, your own self-sabotage, and really deep trust in yourself. Absolutely. Now, audience, I bet you heard something today that made you go, uh-huh, oh, okay, I need to try that. I need to do that. I need to add this tool to my toolbox. I want to see it in the comments. So whether you're commenting on the podcast episode or on a social media post about this, let me know what your aha moment was. Let me know what your takeaway was, because the more takeaways and the more tools we can put in your toolbox, the better it is. And that is what we're striving for with the Introverts Toolbox. Thank you so much for your time, Elsa. It has been an absolute pleasure today. It's been all my pleasure. It's been so fun to chat with you. And I look forward to hearing all your other episodes. Your listeners are very lucky to have you bring it to them. You are so sweet. I just adore you. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And we will see you on the next episode. Rough now, my loves. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Introverts Toolbox. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And you know what? I want to know what is one thing you learned today? Is there something that you're going to take and use in your life or your business? Let me know below.